All right, you're about to listen to episode 87 of the Money, Love, and Freedom podcast. And this is an interesting question that we have as the title, Are You Rich or Poor? And the problem with that question is it's not easy to answer unless you define what rich or poor actually are. Because isn't it true that somebody can have all the material things in the world, everything, yachts, boats, mansions, all of it, but still live an unfulfilled life? So would you consider that rich? At the same time, somebody could have no material wealth, none at all, but be surrounded by love, joy, family, and fulfillment. Would you call that poor? So what is being rich and being poor? And yes, you can have material wealth and be rich. You can also not have material wealth and be rich. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about what's the difference, the real difference between rich and being poor. And if we want to be rich, how do we develop the mindset in order for that to happen so that we can be rich in spirit, in joy, in love, and if we want to also, rich in material wealth. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Money, Love, and Freedom Podcast, where you'll develop the mindset and skills to create a life of total abundance, from business and health to wealth and love. Discover what it takes to live a life of freedom on your terms. And now, your host, Coach George Wang. What's up, Freedom Fighter, and welcome to another episode of the Money, Love, and Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Coach George Wang, helping you to sell more, serve more, and live better. And today I want to talk about something with you. We want to talk about the difference between being rich or being poor and maybe help you make a decision on whether you actually want to be rich or want to be poor and whether you are rich or you are poor. Because it's not exactly what we think, right? When we look at or when we think of what rich or poor is, we think of generally what's in the media, right? When we think of rich, we think of, you know, yachts, mansions, butlers maybe, right? Like living the nice life out in the Bahamas. And when we think of poor, we think of maybe, you know, third world countries, places that are a little more slummy. But the truth is, that's all an illusion. All of this is an illusion. Because there's so many people out there who don't have a lot, but live a very rich life. And some people who have a lot materially and live a very poor life. So what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about the difference between these two things. What's in each of them? What are the meanings of them? And how do we choose which one we want to be? So let's talk about what it really means to be rich or poor. What it really means, or all it really is, is a mental state. It's a mindset. If you're rich, doesn't matter how much material wealth you have, you will always have a rich mindset. Or if you're poor, you're always going to have a poor mindset. Rich or poor is very different than being wealthy or broke. Right, think about the difference and remember the difference. Rich or poor is different than wealthy or broke. Rich or poor is permanent. 
Now you can change it through constant effort, constant work. But the cool thing is that being a rich or poor is almost a choice, right? It's a mindset and it's permanent. Once you decide and you want to live a certain way and you do a certain thing, then it's there. It's set. But being wealthy and being broke are temporary, right? You could be wealthy one day, broke the next, and then wealthy the next. I've, you know, I played poker for a very long time in my life uh, professionally, and I know plenty of people who are like this, right? They would have, for instance, a poor mindset, and they would go win a tournament for, there's one person in particular I'm thinking about right now who won a, won a tournament, a poker tournament for the tune of around, I think it was like three hundred dollars or $400,000. And he won it this night, and then he went up to his hotel room and started flipping quarters with somebody else for, you know, a $1,000 bet, $5,000 bet, literally heads or tails. And by the next morning, he was broke again, playing heads or tails. And then he had to borrow money again for the next day's buy-in. He's actually a very good poker player, and he kept getting staked over over again, meaning people put up the money for him to play, and they took a cut of his earnings. And he was actually very good, uh, but he had a poor mentality, and no matter how much money he had, he couldn't keep it. So here's the difference. Here's what rich people are. Rich people are grateful. They're not jealous. They work hard. And they're genuinely happy for other people's success. They don't get envious, right? They see someone else having success and they say, good for them. I'm happy for them. But here's the difference with poor people. People who are poor are envious. They're jealous, They want someone else to take care of things for them. They don't want to put in the hard work. They think, woe is me. It's so bad. Everything is so bad around me. Oh, somebody should take care of this for me. That's the poor mindset. Again, this is very, very different from being wealthy or broke because people who are rich, usually, unless they inherited the money, but usually rich people start off, and I mean materially rich, wealthy people start off broke Then they gain a lot of wealth, right? But the rich people can lose it again, be broke again, but eventually they'll get that wealth back. It doesn't matter. If someone is rich, they can get a lot of wealth, lose it, be broke, and then get it back. But people who are poor will probably always stay broke. They can start off poor, they can win the lottery, but will eventually be broke again. Why do you think that is? It's because of the mindset. Let's let's think of a couple examples. Let's let's first think of somebody like MC Hammer, and I'm sure you know who he is. If you're anywhere close to my age, uh, which I'm uh, 38 now, uh, so if you're anywhere close to my age, plus or minus, I don't know, 20 years, then you know who MC Hammer is, right? He was the guy who was too legit to quit, and we know he got really famous in I think the late 80s and maybe early 90s with Hammer Time, Too Legit to Quit. He made some songs for the Adams Family movie. And it's no secret that he eventually lost everything and became bankrupt. Right? Because he had some he had some ridiculous expenses that he was uh, holding on to. I think he had something like a half a million dollar a month just in staff to take care of his home, his cars, and things like that. So Eventually, you know, when MC Hammer, the the rapper, started to kind of fade away, he lost everything. But was he mad? Was he jealous? Was he envious? Was he blaming other people? No. He took responsibility. He said, okay, this was me. This was my fault. 
He has a rich mindset, which means he decided, okay, let me look at my mistakes. Let me learn what I did wrong. And let me not do that the second time when I try again. And now today, to be honest, no one really talks about him, right? We don't really hear of MC Hammer anymore. And he's perfectly content with that because he doesn't have to live and have this flashy life that he used to have in order to put up an appearance of MC Hammer. And he's doing quite well. So he went from wealthy as MC Hammer to broke and now back to wealthy again after starting a few record labels, you know, investing in tech companies and founding and running a sports management company called Alchemist Management as its CEO. And that's what his, that his new title is. He's no longer MC Hammer. He's CEO. What about the story of Wally Amos? And if that sound name sounds like a little familiar for you to you, but you're not entirely sure from where, Wally Amos, Amos, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, um, but Wally Amos is the founder of Famous Amos Cookies. Remember Famous Amos Cookies that we all loved as kids? You know, back in the 1980s and early 90s, his company was doing well over $10 million in sales. And this was back in the 80s when that was a lot of money. It still is a lot of money, right? But back then it was a lot, lot of money for a company that was privately held. Not long after though, he lost everything because same thing like MC Hammer, he didn't understand business. He didn't understand a lot of these things. He thought, just like any other rich person, that he deserved to have the good things, but he didn't know how to keep it. And he ended up losing everything. He sold the famous Amos brands, you know, just because just of the lack of business knowledge. But he did what other rich people do. They learn from their mistakes. They get back up. He's not jealous. He wasn't bitter. He wasn't angry. And he came back and founded Uncle Wally's which is another baked goods company. And I think they mostly make muffins and some other things. But later on, he got back into the cookie game with his second cookie brand, which he called Waymos Cookies. And he's right back to where he was. He went from broke to wealthy to broke and back to wealthy. That's what the mindset of a rich person does. They don't give up because inherently inside of them, they know they deserve it. And no matter what, they go out and get it. Now, when I say deserve, I don't mean entitled. I mean they deserve it through hard work and effort. Now, let's contrast this to a poor mindset. Who do we know that's like that? What about Janet Lee, who won $18 million? That is enough for a lifetime for most people. Put that, even if you were very modest and put that into a small bond portfolio that made you 3% per year, that's almost a half a million dollars a year you could live off of. Even today, that's great. She won $18 million in 1993. But by 2001, only eight years later, she had $700 left and was $2.5 million in debt and forced it to care bankruptcy. She literally could have made $500,000 per year and never even touched the original $18 million in principal. But instead, she ended up with $700 cash left and $2.5 million in debt and declared bankruptcy. She never recovered. She gave up because that's what the poor mindset does. It gives up. It says, oh, it's not fair. It's not fair. 
It's bullshit. What about the story of William Post III? Also won $16.2 million in a lottery. He lost everything within just a few years. Didn't go bankrupt, didn't have massive debt, but he just spent it all. And he ended up living off of Social Security disability funds until he died at the age of 66. From $16.2 million to living off of Social Security disability income. These are just a few stories, but there are hundreds of stories of poor people becoming wealthy, and I mean poor mindset, of course, becoming wealthy, then going broke and not recovering because the wealthy thing is permanent. It can happen by accident. That's why I say wealthy and broke are different because wealthy and broke happen by accident sometimes, but poor and rich do not. Those are mindsets that are ingrained in you. So here's how it goes. If you want to be rich, you need to never give up. Elon Musk is one of the two richest people in terms of material wealth in the world. But he's been on the cusp of bankruptcy multiple times, but never gave up. He just kept going. So the first thing is you have to never give up. You have to have gratitude. You've got to be happy for what you already do have. It's perfectly fine to want more. But be grateful at the same time for what you have, or you're never going to be satisfied. And if you're never satisfied, there's no amount of wealth that will ever make you happy. I think Elon Musk also fits this mold very well, because even though he's one of the two richest people in the world, he doesn't really have anything. All of his money, that wealth, quote unquote, is just tied up in the stock market, in, in his companies like Tesla, in his companies like uh, SpaceX, SolarCity, all, all the different companies he has, and he doesn't really take any money out. He doesn't care. He doesn't need anything. He's satisfied with what he has. He just has a mission to build stuff. And he's very grateful for the things he does have, which to him are the companies. Another thing you need to do, other than never giving up and being grateful, is you have to cheer others on. You have to be happy for others' success. You can't be jealous or envious them, jealous or envious of them, Thinking that others who are wealthy are bad in some way or like wealthy people, you know, had to uh, do something crooked to get their wealth. Because here's the thing. If you think that, that's really going to mess up your belief system and you will never have that material wealth. Because here's what's happening. If you think, and let's do a little math here, right? Uh, A little logical math. If you think that wealthy people equals bad, wealthy equals evil right? Wealthy equals people who had to hurt other people to get there. And then you believe that you equals good. You equals people, someone who is nice. Then you can never be rich or wealthy because wealthy equals bad and you equals good. And if you remember algebra, both sides have to be equal. They have to have the same. So you cannot equal wealthy because wealthy equals bad, which is why you have to get that mindset out of your system. There's nothing wrong with wealth. It's actually a good thing. You you ever hear of somebody who was flat broke who opened up a hospital? You ever hear of somebody who was flat broke who went out to feed a million people, two million, five million people? Because there are plenty of wealthy people who do that. You ever hear of someone who's flat broke start an entire non-profit agency strictly to help us fight disease? 
help the longevity of the human lifespan? I'm clearly talking about Bill Gates right now. Whether or not you agree with what he's doing or not, doesn't matter. Because he did it. Right? He became very wealthy and took a lot of his money and started the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And now they're going around the world helping to rid the world of diseases that they believe can be prevented. So you need to cheer others on. When you see these people having success, cheer them on. Be grateful. Be joyful for them. Another thing you need to worry uh, to do also if you want to become rich is you need to not worry about the money. And what I mean is you need to just live in abundance. There's always enough for everyone. And if you think that you're getting more, if you have more pie, it doesn't mean that somebody else has less pie. A lot of people think like, oh, if I take a bigger piece of pie, then there's less pie for everybody else. What if you just created a bigger pie? Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what happens, right? You ever think about that? Maybe if you go out and work hard, create some value in the world that and you just lived in abundance, didn't worry about the money that you can have as much as you want and just let it come in, then you create a bigger pie for everybody to eat out of. So don't worry about the money. Live in abundance. That's what you need to do. Again, all what I'm talking about right now doesn't only apply to material wealth. When I say rich, there are plenty of rich people who are also broke because they have all these other things. They're rich because they never give up on anything. They're always grateful and they cheer others on. And they live in abundance. So even though they might not have a ton of material wealth, they live a rich life. Because they do all these things and they actually don't need that monetary wealth and they die extremely happy. Some people I think of who fit this description are Gandhi or maybe Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa. What about Jesus Christ? These are all incredibly rich people who didn't have a lot of material wealth, but they had the attributes of rich people, which means they were rich. They cheered others on. They were grateful. They never gave up. And they always lived in abundance. So for your own sake, live your life in richness, regardless of how much money you have. Life is way too short to live in envy and jealousy. That shit will kill you and eat you away. The richness... Regardless of how much material wealth, money, etc. you have, is a life lived in gratitude, joy, and abundance. And if you can do this, then you are living a life of freedom, regardless of how much money you have, on your terms. Thank you so much for listening to this episode this week. We really appreciate you, and we'll be back next week with an all-new episode.